It is that time of year where our favorites are about to get on fire from downtown. Boom shakalaka. It's all happening. And it might even be happening over at the United Center because tip-off of the NBA season is finally upon us. And the only person I could think of that I wanted to break down the beginning of the season, the potential of this campaign in the NBA, is our brother, is the one and the only Robert Scott from Rob's Two Cents. Robert, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, Michelangelo? How you feeling, my brother? Everything is everything, my friend. Here on the Sports Cubicle, I'm Mike Mercado, and we are so excited that we get to spend another winter season with all of you enjoying the game we love on the hardwood. And it was a crazy offseason, Robert. I mean, anywhere that you want to start from, Chris Paul finding a new place, a new home to call home over at Golden State. You have Bradley Beal over in Phoenix, and obviously Dame Lillard finding a spot over in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Miami, feeling empty-handed after all of their core is gone and nobody whining Tyler Hero. And it feels like this is going to be a up-in-the-air season in the NBA. Before we get to anything specific, your thoughts of the offseason, the craziness that was the NBA offseason? I mean, I think it was it was pretty quiet for the most part. And then, boom, we hit, we hit a Dane Lillard trade. And I'm telling you, that's the trade that rocked the world especially if you love the game of basketball, because we know the significance of what Dane has done for Portland. And now we actually get to see him on the grand stage with another superstar caliber player, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek. I'm excited about the NBA, Mike. I don't know about you. You know, and I'm, I'm, my bad for seeing your government earlier, but you know what I'm saying? I just like how Michelangelo r- 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 just goes off the tongue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we appreciate it. He's our favorite artist and our favorite Ninja Turtle. And one of the interesting things, yeah, <laughs> now one of the interesting <laughs> moves is Christophe Przingis finding a new home in Boston and Marcus Smart going to Memphis. So the Eastern Conference in itself has become a really interesting place. And I think here in Chicago, it's the most fascinating offseason because we saw, obviously, that the Bulls were not going to be over any type of hump when it comes to Milwaukee and even kind of have the future outlook that a team like Cleveland and even Detroit have when it comes to their assets and the way they're scouting things. But I think what's what's really interesting as a Bulls fan is seeing how now competitive the entire, how much that there is diversity amongst the entire NBA. It's not just top-heavy anymore. When you're looking at these teams at the Eastern Conference, how far down the list do you go until you get to the Chicago Bulls? I play this game every once in a while when I'm just sitting there with my lonely, lonely thoughts, and I keep wondering, like, it's a little while before you name the Chicago Bulls on your power rankings in the Eastern Conference, not just the Western Conference and Eastern Conference together, but just the conference itself. I, I, you know, honestly, when you think about the Bulls, I think, in my honest opinion, you know, given my two cents, Rob's two cents, of course, it's time to break that thing up. Um, I was just discussing with one of my boys. Uh, it, it, I don't like to be in the middle. Either I want to be bad or I want to be good. But I don't want to be just right in the middle. I don't want to be the, the middle child, so to speak. So I think it's time for the Bulls to break up that organization. How far down we see them going, I'm thinking seventh, eighth, playing territory. I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, what Boston has done. You mentioned what Milwaukee has done. Uh, we don't know the situation with James Harden and Philly, but we see the elevation and, and the increased game in Tyrese Maxey. And I think Philly is going to be just okay. And you didn't even mention other teams like New York, like Brooklyn. I mean, we're talking about a stacked Eastern Conference right now. 
And, and honestly, I just don't know if the Bulls can compete. I like what they're doing in Brooklyn. We see Ben Simmons has come back. He looks like he got his confidence back. You know, he made a couple of great drives to the rim in that early preseason game, getting the end ones. I like what the New York Knicks are doing, and I think we're going to see an even better Jalen Brunson after he's had experience with U.S. basketball in the FIBA game, even though we came up short. You know, it's never underestimated what those FIBA games can do to a young player's uh, confidence. And I think he's, he's just ready to sprout his wings and fly. I'm sorry. I just don't see the Bulls doing good at all this year. And we're going to circle back on the Chicago Bulls and maybe a more micro-level look on them in just a little bit here with Robert. And it's going to be a fun conversation because we know how much you, uh, on Rob's Two Cents, keeps bringing up the entire core that this Bulls team has and where they're going into the future. So we're going to break that down in just a second. But let's jump into the Western Conference for a quick moment. And obviously, you're the defending champion, Denver Nuggets. We're going to see what happens with John, his suspension, the upstart in Sacramento, Phoenix getting these big players, Golden State trying to go for one last run. What's going to happen with LeBron and AD? Uh, I'm an Anthony Edwards guy, so we'll see how Minnesota turns around and and goes from an eighth seed up to a top four, five seed. But you have the Clippers in this whole thing. Again, another stacked conference, not top-heavy. Everybody has a chance. We haven't even mentioned Dallas and Kyrie with Luka, so a lot going on in the Western Conference as well. Yeah, it's, it's a lot going on in the West. You know, I mean, you just said a mouthful right there. I mean, you, you have to talk about first the new big three, and, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you, Mike, Phoenix looks good. Now, I don't know how they're going to be able to contend when it comes to the, the big area. You know, we haven't seen them against, you know, uh, the, uh, the fully powered Nuggets team. We haven't seen them play the Lakers and, and how big their lineup is. So it's going to be interesting to see, but if we're talking about getting buckets with bunches, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and of course Durantula, they're going to get the job done. As you also mentioned, the Lakers, the Lakers look pretty good. They got a great roster. They now bring in some shooters. You bring in a Gabe Vincent. You see Pachamore. You bring in a Christian Wood to help you in that big man position. And now you're not putting so much pressure on Anthony Davis. And I think the Lakers are going to be a great team to watch going forward. And then with the Clippers, you keep Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook seems like he's getting into his role with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi and Paul George have been playing in the preseason games, which is a good sign that hopefully they can stay intact for the regular season. I'm telling you right now, hey, don't sleep on that young Portland team. I know they got rid of Dane Dollar, but they got some really good pieces. You get Scoot Henderson in the draft. You keep Anthony Edwards. You keep Jeremy Grant. You bring in DeAndre Ayton. You bring in Robert Williams. You bring in a Malcolm Brogdon who can help get those young guards in the place. And, of course, you have Chauncey Villas, a proven champion, leading that organization on the coaching side and getting these young boys to play. Man, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be great. And I can't sleep on your boy, Ant. Ant is another person who I think is going to benefit for FIBA. Now, I'm not going to go far with the Jordan comparisons like I see social media do. I think you're stepping out the gym when you start talking about Jordan. He ain't even past Kobe yet. But if you want to talk about a guy that has that dog in him, that wants to win, that wants to get better, and wants to see his team improve, I think Anthony Edwards is going to, if he has a say-so, Minnesota is going to be right there in the thick of things. And, of course, you know I'm Darrell Mason all day until Seth retires. Let's go. I'm with it. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with it. It's Robert Scott joining us here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado. We appreciate you making us a part of the day as we are looking forward to the start of the NBA season. We're about to jump into the Madhouse on Madison. Take a look at the Chicago Bulls as they get ready to start their next campaign. 
campaign this season. But I wanted to stay in the Western Conference for just one more moment. And if you're looking at this, right, like there's a lot of sexy names there. And like we were talking about, if you know, you know, ball don't lie. And we know where some of these teams are going to end up at the end of the season. But there's an exciting thing going on in Sacramento. If if Jock could get his head right, they're an exciting, explosive team as well. But I look at this and it comes down to the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. If I think Devin Booker is that dude. I love Jamal Murray. I, obviously, who doesn't love Joker? Uh, DeAndre Aiden leaving Phoenix should be interesting how that changes the gel of the team. And obviously, Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. And as long as he's healthy, he's a top three player in the NBA, one of the greatest to ever do it. So I think it comes down to those teams. I think Golden State is going to be a nuisance. They're going to stick around. But again, I just think at some point it catches up to you, just like it catches up to everybody. Not everybody's Tom Brady. You don't get to do this for 20, 25 years and get away with winning championships. (laughs) The Clippers are another team. They're the type of team where I believe Paul George is going to play as much as he can. And I think Kawhi Leonard really does when he's not playing and when he says that it's for injuries and recouping his own body, I believe him. But I also do believe that he's going to miss a lot of games, that Paul George are going to miss a lot of games, that Russ is going to have a week where everybody thinks Russ is back and then it's going to go back to reality. I can't bet on the Clippers and just let alone being the Clippers. You add that to this whole equation, it's tough to to really see how they're able to put this all together. LeBron James is special. Right, like he could carry anybody. You talk about being Tom Brady, right, doing this for 20 years and kind of getting away with it. Can he drag Anthony Davis along just enough and just healthy yeah. enough to make an, an actual run to it? And I'm ex- I'm just excited to see how it implodes in Dallas between Kyrie and Luca. Before we move on to the Bulls, <laughs> any 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 thoughts on that? You know what? Um, I didn't get a chance to touch on Memphis. So I'm glad you popped them up. Um, you know, they've been a tough out for the last couple of years now. I know Josh suspended for 25 games, but you bring in a Marcus Smart. You bring in some uh, defensive intensity. Remember, Jaron Jackson Jr. was also a runner-up for the uh, – no, he won defensive player of the year. So now, I mean, you you got, you know, Jaron Jackson and you got Marcus Smart. You got some defensive intensity, even though you lose Dylan Brooks. I would love to bring in a Marcus Smart. And you bring in a dead Rose. Now, you know, as a Chicago fan, I'm always going to have a special – place in my heart for D. Rose, man. Um, and I think that him being there with his element and his upbringing, he'll be able to mentor John ja, uh, ja Morant and the fact that they have similar games, I think he'll be able to kind of bottle up that explosiveness, bottle up that athleticism and teach Ja how to be athletic in burst and not just overextend himself. And I think Ja's a better shooter than D. Rose was at that point in his career. So I, I think Memphis is going to be just fine. They're going to be right there in the thick of things. It is 25 games, though, such a stacked Western Conference. You don't want to, to lose out on any games. I'm telling you, it's, it, it's going to be tough out there. You still talk about the Sacramento Kings. You got some bonus. You got De'Aaron Fox. They bring in a Malik Monk. I think that team is going to be A-OK, and they're going to be right back in the playoff hunt. They're going to be back causing some, some confusion, a little irritation for teams because these guys are just that good. And when we talk about the Denver Nuggets, I know they're the reigning and defending champions, but I don't think they got any better. I think they got worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lose, you lose Bruce Brown, then you lose a key contributor on that bench, a key person who I think helped in that championship run, and I don't think that bench got any better. So I'm going to be looking at the Denver Nuggets, and they're going to be having a lot of their starters logged in heavy minutes, and we know the injury problems that Michael Porter Jr. has had in the past. So I think Denver's going to be in a little trouble this year. But the question with Phoenix is, 
when the game slows down, mm. are they going to be able to get those buckets up and are they going to be able to defend the paint? You know, Nurkic mm. always has injury issues. And I don't think they're going to be big enough to contend with these teams that have these large lineups. And with the Golden State Warriors, I think everything depends on Clay. Can Clay bring back any remnants of what Clay Thompson used to be? I think he looked pretty good in this preseason. He's hitting those threes that he was missing last year. But this is, like I said, just a preseason. So I don't want to get my hopes up. But if Clay can get back to who Clay was, and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson can become that once again dominant backcourt, I think the league is in trouble, especially if they can find a way to fix Chris Paul in that mix. I think Draymond is going to be happy. He got his money. He, they got rid of Jordan Poole. The organization basically showed that they chose him over the young upstart uh, guy in Jordan Poole who now has the ultimate green light in Washington. I just think the Golden State Warriors are going to be A-OK if Clay is OK. Oh, we're going to put our feet to the fire in just a little bit as we are going to make our official predictions as Robert Scott joins us for just another few moments. He's from Rob's Two Cents. Check out his amazing work. He's always bringing the fire when it comes to local and national sports here in Chicago and around the sports world. Now, let's go into what's going on in Chicago really fast. It's a team that really hasn't changed much. You bring in Torrey Craig. You bring in Javon Carter. We're going to see what happens. Obviously, Lonzo Ball is not going to play. I've been saying it for two years. He's not going to play. I don't think he's ever going to play again for the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine Mm. and DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic are your big three for this team. I don't know how much better they can get with just being the same exact team. I think the key to the Chicago Bulls this season, if you're not going to change the roster, if you can't change the roster, if you're just handcuffed to being in basketball hell right now, I think the biggest thing that you can do to actually make a difference in your organization this season is just shooting the ball from the three-point range more. You got to get the ball up there 30, 40 times a game. They were the worst team in the NBA when it came to three-point attempts. And in today's league, in order to open up that offense and able to have DeMar do what he does best in that mid-range game with Vooch in the paint, being able to do that inside-outside game and having Zach Levine be able to be a slasher, be able to do those magnificent, amazing, spectacular plays, you need to be able to make teams play you honestly. And the Bulls didn't do that last year. And Billy Donovan is too smart of a head coach. And I think this front office has done enough in their past to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not dummies that they know what they need to do and if you can't change the roster you have to change the philosophy so if they play defense they rebound the ball and they shoot the three-pointer you don't even have to make them all just shoot enough I think they're going to be better than they were last year yeah I think that the keys to the Bulls I definitely agree they have to get the ball up more the problem is they, they bring in Troy Craig they bring in Javar Carter these are all good bench players all good role players but they're not world beaters. They're not guys that, especially from the three-point line, these are not guys you're going to see in a three-point competition. However, I do like them bringing in Javon Carter to show up that guard position. You still got DeSumo. You still got Caruso. Hopefully, he can stay healthy this year and stay on the floor because we're definitely going to need him. I think at the end of the day, we've heard all the analysts say it. We've heard all the former players say it. Stars win games. And I think this is the time for Zach Levine to either man up or shut up. Zach Levine is going to have to establish himself as the star of the Bulls. I just think DeMarco Rosen is just a step slower than what he used to be. I started noticing that last year. I think he's going to be maybe a, even a little slower this year. You know, of course, you can fight everything, but Father Time. Father Time is undefeated. And I think right now it's time for Zach to earn that big contract that he received from the Chicago Bulls. We're going to need him to come out there, lead the charge in the three ball. He's a pretty damn good shooter. And it's time for him to use that athleticism 
He wants the ball down the stretch. You're going to have to prove why we should give you the ball down the stretch. You're going to have to prove to everyone why you earned that big contract from the Bulls. And you're going to have to prove to everyone that you are the star that you think you are. I think Zach Levine needs to step up. It's time to put up or shut up. In the Western Conference, I have the Denver Nuggets beating the Phoenix Suns to get to the NBA Finals where they would beat the Milwaukee Bucks who got through Philadelphia to get to the NBA Finals. I think in six games, the Denver Nuggets repeat as back-to-back NBA Finals champions. Joker wins another (laughs) MVP when it comes to the NBA Finals, and I think the NBA regular season MVP will be Luka Doncic. What do you think, Robert Scott? Give me your bets. Give me your thoughts. Let's do this. You know what? (laughs) Let me tell you something. If your prediction is true, then the whole NBA should be ashamed of themselves. I haven't seen Joker do no off-season training. I've been seeing him partying. He was so happy to be back in his own country after he got the parade. He said, damn, you America. I'm about to go kick it with my family. So Joker is able to do all this kicking and then come back and win the ring. Every player in the NBA that called themselves a stop to look themselves in the mirror and say, maybe I just don't got it anymore. But, but, but I'm going to go ahead and give you my predictions. I honestly think we're gonna. it's going to be epic. You know, I think you're going to see uh, Golden State versus the L.A. Lakers wow. in the Western Conference Finals. I think you're going to see Boston versus Milwaukee wow. in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Milwaukee and Golden State will come out the winners, and I think Milwaukee is going to win it all. And we're going to see Dane Dollar for the first time in his illustrious career hold up an NBA championship, and I think Steph Curry will be your MVP of the upcoming 2024 season. I am not upset about it, just like I'm never upset with talking to our brother, Robert Scott. Rob's Two Cents is always the place you can visit and check everything out. Where can the people support you, my brother? Hey, y'all, I stream on all my platforms at the same time, so you can follow my personal Facebook page, Robert Scott. Follow the Rob's Two Facebook and Instagram page. You can follow my Twitter page at Rob's Two Cents. You can follow my YouTube channel at Rob's Two Cents. I stream every Tuesday live at 7 p.m. And with the NBA season coming up, you're going to also see me on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Be there and be square. Tune in for the hottest sports conversation in the nation with the boy that's hot. Your boy, Rob Scott. Let's go. Hoopheads, I think we just confirmed on this episode that Joker is going to come back from Serbia after partying the entire offseason with his horses and his family. He's going to drop 40 and 30, win an MVP and an NBA Finals. He's Robert Scott. We got more coming up here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado. Thanks, Mike.